Hi there, healers. My name is Dave of Dave of the Flames. I'm a Reiki teacher, life coach, and a clear cognizant. I blend these energies so that I can help you be the healer that you are meant to be. You work hard at taking care of others. Heal the Healers is a podcast that will help you find ways to take care of yourself. Do you often find yourself tired, low on energy, and overcommitted because you can't say no? I want to give you the tools to make you stronger so that you can work smarter and help more people around the world. No matter what healing modality you do, this podcast is for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 15. I am so excited today because we have a guest author, and she's written many, many books. I think I count seven books right now. Um, and the one that, that I reached out to her for and I looked at uh, uh, that like, really interests me is called The Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. So I would like to introduce Susan U. Neal to the show today. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. Oh, Dave, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it, it, it's awesome. Your your message uh, of everything that, that you try to do to help people to, to learn to how to get off of, uh, you know, to, to understand the harmful benefits of packaged and processed foods. And I think in your book, you call them dead foods versus live foods. Um, it is is amazing and it, it speaks a lot to me because when i started my my health and fitness journey my weight loss journey uh it really was understanding the difference so your mission spoke very very close to heart and i love the the steps that you took uh with with getting off of sugar uh, i was told by a nutritionist once that sugar is more addicting than than cocaine <laughs> and i didn't quite understand that well, what she meant when she first said it, but it, it, I truly feel like she was right <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yes, it is. It is. It's like um, actually in your your brain, um, when you consume sugar or, you know, um, the cocaine, you have a dopamine release. And so it's from the same brain receptors in your brain. And they've done... Um, MRI imaging, and they have found and seen that the same area of your brain lights up when a person who's addicted to sugar looks at sugar or the, the product that contains it, and when a cocaine addict looks at cocaine. Wow. Yeah, that, that's just, that's crazy. Um, and I, I believe it because I feel there are some times where I, I look at a scone and I'm like, oh, I feel better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, part part of your like part of my journey when I started this is I was very overweight. I was, I was definitely morbidly obese. I was 411 pounds. But but your journey was you wanted to improve your health because you were having some health concerns. Could, right. could, could you kind of describe to our listeners um, what your journey was and how you ended up here? You know, how? However, you want to describe that? Sure. So I was uh, 49 and I had an abscessed tooth. It had had a um, crown placed on it. I didn't know it was abscessed. I went like nine, 10 months. And during that year, I had 10 medical diagnoses. It was just one after the other adrenal fatigue, a hole in my retina. I had to have emergency surgery for. Uh, two uterine polyps I had to have surgery for, um, hormonal imbalance, depression, uh, an ovarian cyst. I mean, it just did that, you know, it was, it was 10 different medical diagnoses with two surgeries in a year. 
And prior to that, I was perfectly healthy. So I, I had to, you know, really work hard to reclaim my health. So I have a real heart and compassion for those who have a, a chronic illness or, you know, like you, you know, with being overweight. And so I, I want to, to help those individuals. And um, when I started my mission of, of helping others uh, five years ago in 2015, six years ago now, 60% uh, of Americans had a chronic um, illness, chronic disease, and 40% were obese. Well, now six years later, it's 64% have a chronic disease. And I think it's like 42% are obese. Wow. So the statistics have risen. It just yeah. breaks my heart. Yeah, it, 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 it's hard. I've worked in the health and fitness industry for about 10 years now uh, as a life coach, uh, trying to help people. I partner with personal trainers. Um, I work with personal trainers to... Uh, or I used to work with trainers to help them get their business going in order to attract clients. And then I would partner with the personal trainers with their clients in order to help do a holistic way to help, you know, the person get, get healthy, not only in the gym, but outside the gym, the importance of that and the importance of nutrition. Um, so it's been a, a good journey for me and I've learned a lot and I've been able to help a lot of people. When I started this podcast, um, it, it was basically, there are a lot of healers out there who, they, they don't take care of themselves. They don't do a lot of things the, the right way. And they have a hard time saying no. And they're always on the go and, and all these different things. So people who listen to my podcast are generally in the healing profession and they don't take care of themselves. So if you are listening today, I need you to know that your, your nutrition, your, the foods that you put in your body are, are going to bring you energy and nourishment and, and divine energy as well. So when you, you figure out what you eat, knowing what you eat, uh, it will make a difference in your healing ability to help others. So that's something that I just want you guys to all think about. Uh, checking out um, you know, the, these books and the Healthy Living series that Susan has written. Um, it, it's really neat because you broke it down into seven steps. Can you kind of go through those steps with us? Sure. The first step is uh, the most difficult, and that is to decide. A hundred percent. Nobody can make that decision for you. Nobody can push you into that. It has to be your choice. Self-diagnosed. Yeah. Once you make that choice, you're, you're over the biggest hurdle. You, you know, you are. So, you know, make, make the decision. And then step two is like what you talked about is you had to gain knowledge, right? What, what did you have to gain knowledge about to, oh, to yeah. lose your weight? Yeah. My, my big thing is I had a great personal trainer and he, he actually said, do you know how to read a food label on it? I had no clue. So he actually took me to the grocery store and we walked through and, and he said, Hey, go ahead and buy 10 of your things that you normally eat. So I went and I got a carton. I put 10 things in there that I normally eat. And, and after I came back and he like almost fainted, he said, okay, now let's go, let's go. And we'll do the same foods, just things that I would pick out. And, you know, I got my box of fruity pebbles and he got a box of Kashi, <laughs> you know, I, I got just peanut butter, you know, and he got almond butter, you know, these, these are things. And, he, and then we put the food labels together side by side and he was showing me how to read it. And it was probably one of the most ingenious wonderful things that happened in my life because he showed me 
that I just wasn't paying attention. I wasn't aware or I, I didn't care about what I put in my body for fuel. I cared more about the high octane fuel that I put in my car than I did about the food that I put in my body because that's how my priorities were out of, out of, out of whack. So you, you know, the thing you're, you're talking about is knowledge and, but just having that support, I think was like key for me, just having someone in my corner that I hadn't had before. Absolutely. Yes. So it's knowledge and an accountability partner. That's mm -hmm. step two. So having that person to go to when, uh, you're just right there at temptation or you need somebody to pray with you or, you know, just having that accountability. Um, so that's step two. And then after you have gained that knowledge and you understand, then you go into your pantry and your refrigerator and you throw out the <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. that, that, that's that's the hard part i've actually done that in the past where i've cleaned out all the pantry and all the refrigerator and uh and it, it it's hard and there's a lot of emotional baggage attached to it you know you're thinking well, i don't want to waste money uh you know i'll just eat it and then I, then i won't rebuy it and you're like negotiating with yourself and, and it's like okay no cut the cord be good and just do it and uh it, it it's very empowering when you get to that stage definitely yes yes and i mean you can you know you can put that in in a box and give that food to somebody else if they mm -hmm. want it right you know it doesn't have to go to waste right yeah so um so then you clean out and then number four is because you know what you should buy now you should want to go when you bought want to buy the fresh produce that that's you know the foods that god gave us the vegetables the fruits and and then you want to stay away from the processed foods you want to buy your almond butter instead of your peanut butter and so you go shopping and you buy all the good foods and then you stock your pantry you stock your refrigerator and your freezer with all these wholesome wonderful foods that are going to nourish your body. You know, we want things that came out of the garden and off the ranch. Mm -hmm. We don't want something that a manufacturer shredded all up and put in a cute star shape or whatever and made it this color and stripped of its nutrients. And that food is harmful to our body. And, and we have no idea that it is. We can't even pronounce the ingredients. So, it, so step four then is to purchase all the healthy foods. And also part of step four is finding out if you may have an overgrowth of candida in your gastrointestinal tract. So, um, Candida is a yeast and it happens to overgrow when you take antibiotics. Well, unfortunately, most of us have taken antibiotics in our life, but we were never trained that after we took the antibiotics that we should re-inoculate our gut with probiotics. Wow, never I, I, I've never heard that. Yes. So what happens is, is we take the antibiotics, all of our probiotics in our body die off in this bad guy called candida or yeast. He 
takes over. He proliferates kind of like, you know, yeast and bread and how it makes it rise and big. Ooh, that's what yeast, um, this yeast does in your gastrointestinal tract. And after I had had my root canal and I had steroids and two weeks of antibiotics, my gut was ripped apart. And so um, I finally, I went to a colonic therapist because I knew things were not right in that department. And I had what's called like, it's a royal enema. And so she's like, oh my gosh, you have such an overgrowth of this white frothy candida that's coming out of your colon and you, you know, need to take steps to kill this guy and get your uh, gut bacteria balanced back to normal. And did you know that in November of 2020, a study confirmed that the lack of diversity in your gut microbiome is related to dementia and Alzheimer's. Wow. Yes. So they just found that direct link. So your gut health is so important. And, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's are so much on the rise. It's, it's really scary. Well, what do we do? Well, taking the seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates and rebalancing your gut is what you do. So I created a quiz to help people figure out if they have an overgrowth of candida. And it's called candyquiz.com, C-A-N-D-I quiz.com. And you go there and, uh, you know, there's a checklist. Here's some of the things on the checklist. Uh, put a check by the following unhealthy symptoms you experience. And this is from Candida. Fatigue, anxiety, insomnia, irritability, depression, mood swings, poor memory, food allergies, foggy brain. I mean, it just it, skin and nail infections, such as toenail fungus, athlete's foot, ringworm. I mean, it, the symptoms go on and on. Wow. So, um, and in there, you can take a little test that you can just do at home to figure out if you have this overgrowth, because I truly believe that a lot of people have it and they don't realize it. And guess what Candida loves to eat? Sugar, carbs, and alcohol. And I was craving all three. Whoa. Yeah. I had my red wine and Girardelli chocolate every <laughs> evening. Okay. <laughs> because that's what the Candida wanted to eat. And what I believe is I believe you have to get to the root cause of what is causing you to eat in this manner? Is it a lack of knowledge like it was for you? Is it a candida overgrowth like it was for me? Is it an emotional issue? And for that, I wrote the book, Christian Study Guide for Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates because trauma, abuse, neglect, those scars emotionally can cause you to have a dysfunctional relationship with food. So healing, I, you know, we need to figure out the 
root cause and heal it, whether it's killing that candida and putting in the good probiotics, which is what I did, or, you know, it's healing an emotional wound. And that's why I also created a course. And the course is called Seven Steps to Reclaim Your Health and Optimal Weight. And it's on my website, SusanUneal.com. And that helps you figure out the root cause and resolve the root cause. Because like when my candida um, infection went, went away, I got my normal appetite back. And I, you know, I didn't crave red wine and Ghirardelli chocolate every night. Right. With, so. um, it is the only way to get um, rid of candida um, one of the, the royal clonics? Or is it, can you just take probiotics and that will overpower it? You have to take an anti-candida cleanse to expel it, to get rid of it, to kill it. You need to take probiotics. And when you take probiotics, you want to take um, ones with 10 different strains of a probiotic. And then you don't want to keep taking the same probiotic. The next month, you want to take another probiotic with 10 different strains. Oh, wow. There's hundreds of probiotics. Yeah, so don't just stick to the same brand that you know and like. Right, because we don't know which one of the probiotics we need. I see, okay. And you also have to get your probiotics from food. Sauerkraut or kimchi. Those are the two things I recommend Greek yogurt does not have enough. Yogurt does not have enough. And kombucha actually has yeast in it. So Mm -hmm. I have to avoid it because I have more of a tendency to get the candida infection back. So I have to be careful. So you get probiotics from supplements and, but you have to get some from food. And, you know, most people don't like sauerkraut, but you you don't have to take very much. Just maybe one tablespoon, two to three times a week. And that's, that's enough. It's so funny. Uh, I'm one of those people. My, I live with my family because we take care of my mom who has cancer and she loves pork chops uh, with sauerkraut. And when she bakes in the house, it smells so bad. And I'm like, I hate sauerkraut. And it's been like a thing since I was a kid because I remember when I was a kid, they tried to make me eat it. So I fight. Um, and I've done the sauerkraut. I've done the kimchi. I, I, I've, I've, I've done it all to try and get in there. But I literally, I have to like hold my nose and force myself to take it because I know how healthy it is, you know? And, and it's like, I know I need it. So I do do it. But boy, I complain and whine and I'm so dramatic, <laughs> you know, with it. Yeah. And everybody's like, everybody in the whole house knows when you're taking sour <laughs> It's like, that's right. That's who I am. <laughs> oh, how funny. So the, what would be the next step then after planning? So then you've just got to prepare and make, you know, everything else, you know, new and different. So you need to eat in a new way. You need to eat fresh, wholesome foods, you know, the whole thing, nothing processed. And you really have to prepare too, because when you get those cravings, 
because they're not going to go away right away. Well, you need to, you know, fill it with something healthy, like uh, a green apple with almond butter slathered all over it, because a green apple is low in sugar, but almond butter is high in protein. You know, get your, um, get a handful of raw nuts, you know, that's another good snack. You can make, um, you can make some desserts and, you know, just use um, honey or use stevia in there, monk fruit sweetener. um, And then you wouldn't want to use wheat. Wheat is, it really has been altered and 10% of the human population um, has a sensitivity or a, a gluten-related illness, but most people don't, of that 10%, don't even realize it. Yeah, when, when, I read, when I was reading your book and you talked about what white flour is, uh, honestly, it was, it was an education for me. You know, you, you talked about how every, everything has changed so much over the years, and you were talking about the different decades of when things hit, and then what they did. Uh, and it, it makes sense that they're trying to put as much on the shelves that has the longest shelf life so let's just take away as much nutrients because the nutrients are what makes it spoil, you know? Yes. And, and when you, when you wrote that, I was like, that makes perfect sense. And when you look at something and you, it's good until 2025, you know, uh, I, I think one thing you said in your book is, are you eating something that's alive or are you eating something that's dead? You know, what energy is going in your body? What, what nutrients are going in your body? Um, and, and I've always felt that way because I feel that fruit and vegetables have energy because, and like for me, um, it's kind of like when you say grace when you eat your food. I always thank my food and I, I say grace when, before I eat because I think that adds to the, to the power of the energy coming into your body because I truly do believe that, that they're sharing their energy with you. The same with water. You know, I, I've always given gratitude and thanks and I thank God for my water because it, it, it helps energize that water so that it, it brings nutrients into my body and, and it's extremely powerful. So when you are trying to figure out what to put in your body, Ask yourself that question. Is, is this alive or is it dead? Is it going to, to help me? One thing I, I, was, I was talking with someone yesterday and we were looking at, at a piece of cake. And she said, so when you look at that cake, what does it make you feel? I was like, I want the damn cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, well, that's your ego talking. I'm like, yeah, I still want the cake. Okay, so she said, now, now let's go a little bit higher with your enlightened self, your higher being saying, okay, so what is this cake? And then it started getting into it, it. It's the sugar, it's the wheat, it's everything that's bad for your body. It's everything that's going to harm your physical body. And as a spiritual being who's here for a short time inhabiting a physical body and you, you chose to inhabit this body, why would you want to harm your body? And I'm like, I still want the cake. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so she's like, yeah, that's your ego. You, so you have to really get away from your ego. And what she said was so true. You don't think about the after effects. You know, you're just looking at the immediate gratification. And one thing when I talk to with, with people about their foods is you can't have immediate gratification. Uh, you know, and if you, if you, you know, that, that's the thing because getting that sweet and that scone, that, that's going to take away things of all your hard work of what you're trying to do. And for, when you talk about number six with preparing, I do meal prep. So like on Sundays and Thursdays, I cook my meals and I have things outlined so that I, I can just reach in when I'm in a hurry because I do have a, a busy schedule. And I like being able to, to reach in and grab my foods. For me, I'm a sweet potato fanatic. I, I love cooking sweet potatoes with the skin on them. And I just, I chop them up um, in slices and I put them in the oven and bake them covered with nothing on them. And I keep bring them out a little bit hard 
so they're like little chips you know for me and yeah and i just i love it and it's i just keep ziploc bags of it and i eat it all the time because it helps that sweetness that i want and it's healthy it's slow processing carb and then i can pull it out with all my other meals that, that i eat but just having little go-to things little grab bags that you create yeah is so much healthier than grabbing a, a little bag of potato chips or cheese it's or you know swedish fish <laughs> That's so true. Absolutely. So part of it is being prepared. Yes. Yes. You really have to think things out your breakfast, lunch, dinners, and your snacks. And you don't ever want to go hungry. This yeah. is not a diet. This is a no. lifestyle change. It, it, it is. And you want to be full. You want to be full. You want to be satisfied and you want to find alternatives so that you're not you know, feeling like you're missing out. So instead of that cake, uh, what I do, I get a bar of Giardelli chocolate, 70% chocolate, melt it on the, the stovetop, add a bunch of nuts and seeds, make mounds like cookies and put it on wax paper. In an hour, they're hard. And I have two of those in the afternoon. And oh, it's just chocolate <laughs> delight. I know. Healthy. That's, yeah, that's, it, it's crazy, isn't it? That, and when you make that stuff yourself, it, it even tastes better, mm -hmm. you, you know, because of the work that you put into it. And it, it's just, it, it's so amazing. And I, I'm one of those two where I actually have a little cooler in my car where I, I just keep um, things in case I need like little emergency snacks. Like I've, I've got, when I go out in the morning, I just put it in my cooler. I empty it out at night and I just keep it because when I'm out and I'm running around, I don't want to have to stop my fast food because I didn't prepare. You know, and that's that's a whole other ball game. I think one thing that I found was my go-to back in the day was when I was emergency food, I could go to Wendy's and get a small chili. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was like the least of all the bad stuff out there. But we don't have fast food chains that give you whole foods. That that would be, I think that would be one of the most wonderful things in the world if we had something like that. Because being able to stop in and go, hey, you know, I'll, I'll take a, a little bit of uh, pot roast with some green uh, some green beans. What a, what a great way to get from a just fast food restaurant if anybody would ever come out with that. <laughs> right, right. I usually just get a salad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th th those are some things. And, and um, I think Chick-fil-A has a really good salad dressing. It has like 10 calories, you know, and I've done that in the past as well because it just, it's it's so funny where you're just in a hurry and you're trying to prepare, you're trying to go, but the, definitely preparing is, is a big key to uh to surviving this lifestyle because you need to know that i think one of the things that people got out of control was because it's so easy just to go to a dollar menu somewhere or to open up a box of food that can be prepared in three minutes is so much faster and time consuming and, and even more inexpensive um but your body is worth it you know you, you god, god god gave you this incredible body so that you could take care of it and, and have it be your temple and you don't want to you don't want to disrespect that in, in a lot of ways. And a lot of times we get so busy and we, we think about our ego self rather than our spiritual self and we just disrespect what we have. And we're, not, we're not grateful for what we have it is a lot of it. So I really like when people are enlightened and they realize this. So having that conversation yesterday about the cake, it, it, it was funny. I went back and well, that's playing a little bit. Like, I still want the cake. She didn't give me the, <laughs> she didn't give me the cake either. It was funny. <laughs> And then number seven is uh, improve. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's, it's the lifestyle change. It's where you, this is not a diet. 
you want to improve the way you're eating for the rest of your life. It's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. This is not something you do for one month. This is something that you do for the rest of your body. I mean, the rest of your life so that, you know, your body can be the healthiest that it can be and carry you through this life gracefully. I love that. I'm going to write that down. The rest of your body. I actually like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no more the rest of your life. It's the rest of your body. <laughs> um, what, one part about your book too, which is the category I fall in, is I am the only one in my house that, that wants to do this. So uh, there were three other people in my household and they, they eat very poorly. Uh, and <laughs> And they're, they're okay with it. Like they just, they don't care. Like it's their, their passion, their mission. They make some, my mom can cook some of the richest baked goods that you can possibly imagine. I'm very good at avoiding them most of the time. Um, but there are times where I do have that weakness and, and I, I, I generally get a little bit pissy and I'm like, stop cooking this while I'm home. You know, I'm home. Don't cook it. I'm out. You know, my schedule, <laughs> if I'm going to be gone for most of the day, then go in and do all that cooking and baking. Don't do it while I'm home. Cause it's too hard for me. It's not fair. Right. So you, right. you talk, you talk about that and you talk about having boundaries with the people that live with you so that they understand and they respect your lifestyle. Do you, do you have any words of wisdom for people like me that could help facilitate that type of conversation? You know, it, it's like the mutual respect. It's like, you know, mom, I'm not harping on you the way you eat, but I'm really trying to do this for me and my health and my longevity. You know, my past and how big I was. And it's just so hard for me when I smell those baked goods. So, you know, please bake them when I'm out of the house. And for my family, I, you know, respected their wishes that they wanted regular spaghetti, but I also made spaghetti squash and one of my daughters would eat the spaghetti squash. And so would I, and I made white rice for them, but brown rice for me. And, you know, if they wanted to try a tablespoon of the brown rice, they could. And so I would make, you know, two different vegetables to get, you know, have more variety and, it's the number one, it's the step one to decide. And you cannot make that choice for them. You have right. to respect them where they are. But if you are quiet and you make lifestyle changes and they see you improving and your, you know, your anxieties less, your irritabilities less, <laughs> your mood swings are less, and all these different things to where they're seeing these changes. Hey, they might just try the brown rice or the spaghetti squash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'd have to say that that is true because I've made the two things for, and even my family has made two things. Like when my sister will cook, she will she'll make me the spaghetti squash and she'll eat it too. Uh, and then my mom will eat the regular spaghetti, you, you know, and it, it's, it's interesting in so many ways uh, of the different things that, um, that, that we do in order to help each other out. So it does work, but it's, it's, it's that definite feel. I, I think what, if you're listening to this and you live in this kind of household, it, it is hard. You know, my husband is, uh, he's a, a junk food fanatic, you know, we share an office and his desk is covered by junk food. But what he does is he, buys junk food that I don't like. So that helps in a lot of ways. 
because it's just like, okay, so, you know, I hate red vines. I love Twizzler. <laughs> so he buys red vines. So when, when you're able to have that kind of conversation with someone, feel empowered and feel confident in yourself and just say to yourself, hey, you know, I'm worth this. I care about myself enough. I care about my well-being and I want to improve. And I don't need to, to go and blast to the world that, hey, I'm doing this, you have to do it too. I'm going to respect their wishes that they're just not ready, but I'm going to, I'm going to care about myself enough. And if you, if you need help with this conversation, you know, reach out to me or Susan, send us messages I'll, I'll, in our show notes today. I'll put our contact information, but just reach out if you need help trying to explain this to your family or trying to, to get some good ideas. One thing that she wrote in her, in her book is a healthy living journal. Um, could you describe that for our listeners today? Yes, it's um, a journal and it's to track your healthy eating and living habits for improved health and well-being. And so if you want to get started and really make some fantastic changes, this book will, will help you. Half of it is charts that you should fill out for, you know, number of steps, the water you drink, you know, all your different lifestyle improvements. And then the second half takes you through 60, um, six weeks of just one little page snippets of education. So you read this one page front and back and you know all about candida. You've never heard of the thing before, yeah. but you can figure out, oh, wow, how can I, how can I check to see if I got this bug in my gut, you know, and it takes a while to make a, um, you know, to change the patterns of your life, to change your habits. So that's why I did it over the six weeks so that you can make those changes and so it gives you the education and little one day snippets. And it also has a food diary in there. And with the food diary, there's a little chart and it shows you as you check, how are your mood swings? Are you anxious? Did you sleep well? All these things that correlate back to your food. So you can say, you know, it's dairy. Every time I have dairy at night, when I go to bed, I have post-nasal drip. And then the next morning I have to use a nasal spray. And, da -da. and I was able to figure out that dairy just causes congestion and, and to me. So it's not something that my body likes, but until I was tracking it and writing it down, I would forget. I, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, uh, I, I think that writing it down, and some people like to handwrite, some people like to use an app on their phone, some people just open up a, a notepad on their computer, but whatever whatever comfort level you have, I highly recommend um, looking at this, and I'll put a link to this journal also in the show notes for people to see, because the way that she structured it is, is very helpful. Rather than just having a blank page and you're unsure of where to write, using something structured like this is a good way to get you started and it's a good way to just, you know, you build this healthy habit. So when you're building this type of healthy habit, it's something that is just um, something that's going to be very, very powerful for you. Um, she also includes recipes in the book, uh, guidelines, healthy eating guidelines are in there. Um, she has scripture verses, I'm sorry, scripture verses, <laughs> and then um, some Christian weight loss programs. I think one thing you said is if it wasn't in the Garden of Eden, then don't eat it. Um, and, and I think about that a lot. You know, it's like, 
was this is this a natural food that's been around that was meant to be eaten to to nourish your body or was it something created um that that is just not going to to do it and that's where the ego is asking you to um, you know, you know the difference between ego and spirituality. When when you are eating, is extremely extremely important. Um, this is uh, this is definitely something big, and it's bigger than than both of us, and it's bigger than a lot of people. What do you have going on in the future that that you're working on? <laughs> um, I just became the um, director of the Christian Indie Publishing Association, and so I am mm -hmm. helping individuals who want to self-publish. Wow. So if you have in your heart that you want to self-publish a book, well, I've self-published seven. And so this association um, helps you to fulfill those dreams. That, that's really awesome. I, I am actually in the middle of completing my book. Um, for the, it's my first one. And I am going to self-publish. So I'm very, very excited. And, and I I have, um, the book is, is called Discover Your Soul Cube. And what it is, is it's just talking about how to live a life of balance uh, in, in a lot of ways and how to be centered um, and then to pull in your, your own personal power. Uh, and it, it, it's really something. So I think self-publishing, there's a lot of healers out there that don't feel confident with being, with getting their information out there. They don't think they can write a book. And I love the fact that you're helping them because that is such a powerful thing because it took me a long time to get the, the nerve up to do it and, and to realize that I was good enough to do it. And I'm a life coach, you know, and, and it, so it's like, holy crap. So to realize that I know my potential and I know that I can do this um, is, is great. So I love the fact that you're doing that. Congratulations. I think that's such a, a, a definite service that is needed out there. Great, great. So if you want to find me with that, um, it's at christianpublishers.net. Awesome. And again, I'll add that into the show notes. Is there anything you'd like to add for everybody today? Um, you know, if I were to say to do like one or two things, I would say drink water. Okay. Be sure and drink water. Yeah, you can have your one or two cups of caffeinated beverages, but don't be go getting those frappuccinos and, <laughs> you know, the things that are so full of who knows what. <laughs> so, so um, drink water. Okay, it is so healthy and good for you. And two, start taking a probiotic. We want to prevent dementia. Okay, your gut needs the diversity of microorganisms. So take a probiotic. So those are just two takeaway things of something you can start doing this week. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show today. This has been very enlightening. If you have any questions, like I said, just reach out to either of us. All of our contact information will be in the notes. Thank you all very much for listening. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.